Welcome to Sundays from St. Rocks for the fourth Sunday of Advent. I'm Father Michael Gallagher, the parish priest at St. Rocks in Glen Iris, Victoria. I hope this podcast will help you and your family spend some time in prayer as you keep Sunday as a holy day. You'll hear the readings from the day, a short homily and a few prayers. Throughout the podcast, there'll be periods of silence. Take those moments to think about the words you have heard in the scriptures and to talk to God in your own words. I invite you now to find a comfortable place to settle yourself down for prayer. Let's begin by taking a few slow, deep breaths to help calm our minds and hearts. Remember that you are in the holy presence of God, that he sees you, that he hears you. Tell God what is on your mind and heart today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Let us acknowledge our sins and seek the Lord's forgiveness. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners, Christ have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us, Lord have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. Pour forth we beseech you, O Lord, your grace into our hearts, that we to him the incarnation of Christ your Son was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. A reading from the prophet Micah. The Lord says this, But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, the least of the clans of Judah, 
Out of you will be born for me the one who is to rule over Israel. His origin goes back to the distant past, to the days of old. The Lord is therefore going to abandon them till the time when she, is, she who is to give birth gives birth. Then the remnant of his brothers will come back to the sons of Israel. He will stand and feed his flock with the power of the Lord, with the majesty of the name of his God. They will live secure, for from then on he will extend his power to the ends of the land. He himself will be peace. The Word of the Lord. Psalm 79 O Shepherd of Israel, hear us. Shine forth from your cherubim throne. O Lord, rouse up your might. O Lord, come to our help. God of hosts, turn again, we implore. Look down from heaven and see. Visit this vine and protect it, the vine your right hand has planted. May your hand be on the man you have chosen, the man you have given your strength, and we shall never forsake you again. Give us life that we may call upon your name. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. This is what Christ said on coming into the world. You who wanted no sacrifice or oblation prepared a body for me. You took no pleasure in holocausts or sacrifices for sin. Then I said, just as I was commanded in the scroll of the book, God, here am I, I am coming to obey your will. Notice that he says first, you did not want what the law lays down as the things to be offered, that is, the sacrifices, the oblations, the holocausts, and the sacrifices for sin, and you took no pleasure in them. And then he says, here I am, I am coming to obey your will. He is abolishing the first sort to replace it with the second. And this will was for us to be made holy by the offering of his body made once and for all. By Jesus Christ. The Word of the Lord. The reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Mary set out and went as quickly as she could to a town in the hill country of Judah. She went into Zechariah's house and greeted Elizabeth. Now, as soon as Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. She gave a loud cry and said, Of all women, you are the most blessed, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Why should I be honoured with a visit from the mother of my Lord? For the moment your greeting reached my ears, the child in my womb leapt for joy. Yes, blessed is she who believed that the promise made her by the Lord would be fulfilled. The Gospel of the Lord.
This beautiful scene in the gospel today is well known to us as the second joyful mystery of the rosary. It's a moment in salvation history that demonstrates to us both John the Baptist's significance, his role in salvation history, and also the greatness of Mary. It happens in the hill country of Judea, which is about 130 kilometers from Nazareth. So Mary traveled for a very long time. Google Maps tells me today that it would take 31 hours to walk there. I'm sure in those days, the roads not being as developed, it would have taken much more. Zechariah's house to which Mary went is still there today, can be visited. People can pray where this wonderful encounter occurred. So we see the baby John, later known as the Baptist, leap in the womb of Elizabeth at the news that Mary had conceived Jesus. So John must have had the grace of God to be able to recognise the presence of God. Elizabeth heard the news first, but John was the first to react. Elizabeth was overwhelmed by Mary's presence, and John was overwhelmed by Jesus' presence. Mary engages in an act of great service and charity, helping Elizabeth for three months in the last stages of her pregnancy. But we see as well as that Elizabeth proclaiming the greatness of Mary, calling her the mother of her Lord, using that title under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. It's a title that reveals the two mysteries, Jesus' divinity and Mary's divine motherhood. The title Mother of God was confirmed for Mary at the Council of Ephesus in 431 and reaffirmed at Vatican II. The word, the second person of the Trinity, didn't begin existing in Mary's womb, but it was where he took human flesh and was named Jesus. And it was her flesh that he took. That's why she is the mother of God. Her faith was a personal virtue of hers, but it also gave rise to the new covenant. Her act of faith is why we are able to celebrate his birth and our redemption. Mary professed her virginity, amazed that such a thing could happen to her, and that's why it was such an act of faith. It was really an act of faith to believe that she would become the mother of God by the Holy Spirit. So we continue to call her the mother of God, the mother of the church, the mother of us all. We can entrust all our cares and petitions to her. So today, may we abandon ourselves to Mary in prayer, praying that God's will be done in our lives as she prayed for it in hers, and asking her to intercede for us, that we may have the same courage to respond as she did. Let it be done unto me according to thy word.
Take a moment now to think of what you need to pray for and for whom you wish to pray. You may like to add these prayers out loud or silently. We sum up all these spoken prayers and the silent prayers of our hearts as we pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. As we conclude our time of prayer, unite your hearts to the words of this spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us in prayer this Sunday, and indeed any Sunday that you have joined us since this podcast began in February. I think we need to acknowledge that this day in Melbourne is a particularly significant day in the life of the church. 21 months ago today, on the 19th of March 2020, we were instructed to cancel the celebration of public mass for the first time. Today is the first time since that day that we have been able to have people in our church without restrictions on numbers. The first time we have not had to use our booking system for attendance at a Sunday Mass. That certainly brings an enormous amount of relief. It also brings us to the point where we need to come back to the Mass. While you have been restricted in your access to the sacraments during these 21 months in Melbourne, it is now time to get back to those sacraments, now that all restrictions and obstacles have been removed. We need to unite again in Christ himself. Our contact with him in the sacraments must be the priority for each of us. So let's return to the Mass at St. Rock's or anywhere else in Melbourne that you are to have that direct contact 
with Jesus. I hope that while access to the Mass has been so limited and difficult, that this podcast has helped you and your families pray and remain as close to the Lord as you could. I'm grateful for all the positive feedback that has been received, for the support that I have received, and the prayers I have received from all of you. I know that those listening to this podcast come from further afield than St. Rocks and Glenaris, and even from Melbourne, even from further afield than Australia. And I'm glad you have all been able to enjoy the podcast as well. I pray that wherever you are, you are able to fully unite with our Lord in the holy sacrifice of the Mass. Let's pray that we do not have a return to this terrible period that the last 21 months have been in Melbourne. And let's pray also for each other, that we are all able to return to the sacraments, to unite once again as a Catholic community and to continue to strive for holiness. Thank you and God bless.